welcome back. Um, I said that I was going to have a guest this week, but that is clearly not going to happen because time and scheduling conflicts and I seem to keep recording my episodes later than I'm supposed to be. Um, well, than I would like, not supposed to be. I don't really have a schedule for these kinds of things. Nonetheless, I've also just woken up. It's like 3.30 now. So there's that. I also have a fruit fly infestation and they were mating earlier in midair, so... I'll be fighting them. There's just a lot happening right now. Nonetheless, I hope you've been okay. I hope you've been okay. Today we're going to talk about college. Really back to school, but college specifically because um, college back to school starts soon. And seniors in high school, all I can advise you is just enjoy the time that you have left because it's ghetto once you leave. I don't really have much advice for high school students. Hollywood really does skew what it's supposed to be, what it, what they think it's like. Then nothing happens. I think we can all say nothing happens in high school besides just drama and friend groups and people thinking that they're better than someone else. And But when you come to college, it's, it's very much different. Your freshman year of college is pretty much high school, the epilogue, but everything after that, real world. Real world things, because you're 18 by then. You should be at least an adult by the time you're in your sophomore year. Unless you're like a super genius who decided to graduate early at like at the age of 16, so you're like a 17-year-old sophomore. That's different. I have met someone who is like that, actually. So college in a nutshell, because it's going to be two parts. Um, college is life with school. It's still like high school, but the difference is you have more responsibilities you're kind of expected to do a little bit more and you're exposed to a lot more stuff without a filter. Stuff that you never learned in high school that you should have learned, you're going to learn in college. The biggest thing, if you don't take anything else from this episode, is to just not be a dickhead when you're exposed to new things. Just keep an open mind. Don't be narrow-minded. Be respectful of other people and like their beliefs and their walks of life. Because there's nothing weirder and uncomfortable than someone who is very just disgusting about certain things that they're exposed to. And the obvious would be the LGBT community and um, just people of different ethnicities and religions. Those big three things really get people, like they really trip people up. Why? I don't know. Because in high school, it typically did not really matter. But in college, identities matter because you're figuring, you're really getting to have space to figure out what you're into, what you want to be. Don't be a dickhead when someone tells you that they go by this. And I know the biggest thing people are always worried about is roommates. And honestly, my best advice is just don't be afraid of it. If it happens, It happens because having roommate horror stories is quite inevitable. I happen to have three in a single semester. Two of them, we lived together, so it was a triple dorm. And then the other one was like a double dorm. In hindsight, it's still child's play. It really wasn't that serious, but it is what it is. Roommate horror stories are inevitable. You're going to be paired up with a stranger, for one. And they're just as nervous about being with someone that they've never met in their entire life just as much as you are. That's why the roommate agreement exists. That is a legal contract because you're both paying for that space. So you need to respect each other's boundaries. If someone doesn't want to have people in the room as frequently, do not bring people into the room frequently. Unless you both share those friends, that's different. 
just respect the boundaries that you put on that roommate agreement because it's a contract. It cannot be changed once you sign it. Well, it can be, but you still sign it. Any violations to that, you can use that as a way to get out. But most RA, like, systems are slow. I don't know what it is, but they just refuse to move at a quick pace and be effective in their job. They just, it took me like a week to get a response back to my first complaint. But that's my story. Every case varies. It is a case by case thing. But don't be too nervous about a roommate being a nightmare because it's gonna happen. I'm not alleviating any pressure. I'm just being real with you. Like it's gonna happen eventually. It may not happen your freshman year. You may get a roommate that you really like and you may bond well. You may want to be roommates the next semester. I mean the next school year. If it doesn't happen then, it'll happen later in life. It might not even happen while you're in college. So just keep that in mind. Homesickness is also a thing. Sometimes your roommate will piss you off to the point where you're just like, I want to go home. I miss home. I wouldn't have had this issue if I had just stayed home. Um, bring things. My advice is to just don't spend so much time in your room. That's another thing. But that doesn't mean go out and party and do drugs and have sex and all this other stuff. Because nine times out of ten you'll catch something. But enjoy... Try to find things to do outside your room. If you live in, like, if you're going to school in a place where, like, there's things to do in the area, try to go there if you have the money, of course. Try to go and do those things and look around or just go for walks, take some time outside the room. Go people watching. That's what I used to do. If I was really just, like, I didn't want to be in the room, I would just go sit in the park and just people watch, um, weather permitting. But it's just find things to do outside your room. Become acquaintances with people in your class so that if things do go south in your room and you need you want to go do something for the night or like the day, you can see if they're willing and they invite you out, go hang out with them. Don't turn down a good time. But also know how long you want to be out. Do not stay out. I don't know how to say this. Don't stay out because you feel like you need to stay out so you're not seem like a party pooper. No. Because over time, that, that time limit, that you want to be out is going to get smaller and smaller until the point where you just don't feel like going out at all. So enjoy that. Communicate with your roommate. That's just the biggest thing and that I can't stress enough. Always talk to your roommate because you have to live with that person and it'll get to the point like it did for me where you just, you're like, you don't even want to be in the room. So just (laughs) communicate with them. If there's a problem, please speak to them. Um, because it'll build up and if you share mutual friends and it'll spread throughout the group and that energy is not good to have. So as far as making friends outside of, um, your roommate, you can do it. I believe in you. Seriously, just talk to like your classmates. Most of them are literally like everyone, your freshman year, if you're in a class full of freshmen, they're thinking the same thing. Like, oh my God, will anybody like me? Uh, is this okay? Am I going to make friends? Like talk some professors they try to do like they emphasize group projects so people can like talk to more people and then especially when the class starts getting clicky they start trying to remix the the group um members because and they'll know they'll actually be like yeah i don't want you guys to be talking to the same people which is true because it's not what's the word i'm looking for it's not really productive to keep talking to the same people. And I know some people would be like, well, it works for me. It works for you, but the closer you are in your friend group, the more, like, problems you'll have. 
And whether there are problems that you talk about directly, there will be more stuff that's just bubbling under because they're like, oh, I know Rhea doesn't like this, so I'm not going to say anything. No, say what you need to say so we can work through it. Um, I don't know if I've stressed that enough in any of the past episodes, but please talk. Use your words. Otherwise, you're going to hate each other before you can even fix it, and it's not going to be fun trying to, ow, I almost broke my thumb. But anyways, ow, it's not going to be fun trying to mend that. Nonetheless, moving on, part one of the money conversation. If you worked before you left for college, do save up. My best advice before you move in, if you're still working, I feel like it's a little too late to really give this advice, but if you're still working, at least save two of your paychecks. Put that in savings so you have some money. If you aren't on a meal plan, you're going to be eating a lot of takeout and anything near a university is going to be expensive. Same for community college. If you're not a commuter, you're not going to really be able to go out and buy things, but a lot of food on campus is expensive. It's almost twice as much as it is off campus. Like we have Subway. Subway is a very common university um, food place. Choose your battles. On what you want to do with that but my best advice would be at least save like up to two paychecks or at least a month's worth of paychecks in your savings before you leave for college so you at least have some money because you're going to be gone for like three and a half months um and unless your parents have you know money that they like to give you monthly you're gonna run out of money real fast also try not to eat out as often because you're gonna get sick of it uh, the essentials, the college essentials to have in a room is definitely ramen. Um, you're not allowed to have like um, hot plates and all that jazz, like rice cookers and stuff. So do it. Go to like a supermarket, an international supermarket, and buy like microwavable rice. And microwaves and mini fridges are allowed. I don't. I saw the other day that someone's dorm didn't allow those, but that's not true. Never heard of a college saying that you're not allowed to have a microwave or a mini fridge. It has to be a specific size and a certain wattage because electricity. But you're allowed to have a mini fridge. And if not, hide it. They don't care. Um, if you do want to bring a hot plate or like an air fryer, have a chest that requires a lock and put the lock on it. When they do inspections, like monthly inspections, they are not allowed to go through anything that's locked. And if they do, you have to report it because that is a violation of like property, something. There's words, there's like big jargon for that, but they're not allowed to go into anything that's locked. And the RA should tell you that. They're like, if you don't want us to see anything, make sure it's locked up. That's usually where people keep their like drugs and stuff. <laughs> and they know this. So me saying this is not like, oh, you're telling the secrets and now they're gonna know where to look. They know that that drawer is for illegal stuff. Or just things that you just don't want people to have out in the open. Like, they know. But yes, you will go through money really fast. And it's really sad. Um, swipes and, like, dining dollars. Like, your meal plan stuff. Don't go through them so fast. Like, seriously, try not to eat out as much. Um, on one hand, if you go through them too fast, then you're, it's going to become a hassle trying to eat. Because by the time November comes, you're not going to have money. You're going to have to pay for books. You're going to have to pay for access codes. You're going to have to pay for supplies. So you're not going to have money. Um, so if you run out of like dining dollars and swipes within like the first two months, you're going to be stuck. You're going to be hungry and it's not going to be a fun time. 
Um, and some people are really stingy. Even if they have, like, the biggest meal plan, they don't roll over. So I don't know why people are stingy. <laughs> but it's going to become a hassle, so don't go through them so fast. Also, try, like, local, like, local restaurants because you can find something that you like and sometimes they're at a reasonable price. It could be, like, your little treat of the week. Like, you did something good. You passed a test. Go to, like, a local um, restaurant or, like, a bakery that you really ended up liking and treat yourself. That kind of stuff. But hopefully you have the money for it. What else is there to talk about? For this episode, that's pretty much the big things. Like, roommates, money, uh, making friends experiences like both high school and college is about who you're surrounded with that shape your memories because there are some people that just go to school just to go to school and they don't see anybody they don't go out that's that's just the thing and that's completely normal also you know a lot of people nowadays are really into astrology and spirituality so they're kind of like moving um in a sense like they're like, oh, this is the path my angels want me to take and all this other stuff. And I'm not knocking those people. Just, it does get weird at a certain point. People are rushing some of their experiences. And by experiences, I do mean like sex and drugs. I mean, do what you want. I'm not your mom. I'm not going to be the black auntie today. However, a lot of people are stressing about, oh, I'm not living my life I'm confined that's me I'm shading myself here um (laughs) like you're not doing much because you're doing school or you're doing work it will get to a point where you really do feel like you're just doing school and work and that's okay there will be times when you have free time and there'll be times when you don't but the key in balancing it all is to just breathe for one also when it comes to classes and this will be the last thing I say Classes, look at your prerequisites. If you're a high school senior coming into college, um, look at what you need. Do try to graduate with a 2.5 because you can get anywhere with a 2.5. Um, you'll graduate high school in general. Most schools accept a 2.5. Your first semester, your advisor will schedule your classes. For most schools, as far as I know, the advisor will schedule your classes. But when it comes to your second semester for freshman year, you have to do it. By the time you get your midterm grades, that'll tell you what direction you're headed into. And do communicate with your teachers. Like if it's a class where they, where you can figure out where you can improve on or most teachers will tell you first day if they do extra credit or not. So do pay attention to that. First day of class, do take notes on what the teacher like allows and what they will do because uh, nowadays a lot of teachers won't do extra credit. But we're in a pandemic, so some teachers will be, like, nice, and they'll be like, they will allow mental health days. But if you go to my school, (laughs) you have three absences before they fail you. (laughs) Three unexcused absences, I should say. Yes, you will fail a class if you miss them three times. And online classes are still kind of a thing. Some of them are hybrid, but that's a different conversation. Um, I don't feel like going through that right now. But look at your prerequisites. If the minimum grade that you need in order to take the next class is a C and you're teetering on a B and a C or you have like a a high C, take the C. Do not stress about getting that B. Unless you are an honor student or you are on dean's list, do not stress about the C because you will be fine. There will be more chances that you can get your GPA up and you will land back on wherever you need to be. By doing that, it saves you a lot of stress. 
and a lot of all-nighters trying to perfect something that probably won't change by the time your final grade comes in. Because the final is typically more than whatever your midterm was. If you're working your butt off to get that B and then you take that final and you end up back at a C and you're feeling distraught, do not. As long as that next class that you have to take afterwards requires a C, just just power through. Please, power through. I've seen too many breakdowns over C's. I've gone through too many breakdowns over a C, but my case is different. I'm an art student. It, I take it personal. Um, but yes, prerequisites. Also, talk to your advisors. I know most advisors are kind of hit or miss. Like Some of them really just don't do their job, but they are there to help. If you need to get out of a class that's giving you too much like trouble, please do so. Um, you Typically, you have like within the first two weeks of classes to add and drop classes. And then like by the end of the month, like the end of August is typically when you can't like change your schedule anymore. But then you have until the end of finals, like before the end of finals or before the beginning of finals to like drop a class with like a W. So you get whatever grade you end it with. Um, I don't know if most schools across the country do pass or fail, but because we're in a pandemic, um, they do allow pass or fail because sometimes it just gets mentally taxing and you just can't do it anymore. It does hit. Um, no matter what like year you are, you it just gets to a point where you're just like, I really don't want to do this anymore. Weigh your options. Think about, that's usually when you start thinking about the future. If you come into school undecided, you need to know, my best advice from witnessing people who do this, you need to know what you want to do by the time the end of your second semester. Preferably your advice will be like by the end of the first semester you need to know because you need, whatever you decide to do depends on how much longer you're in school for. And if you have money, then you would do summer school to get those credits that you didn't get the first semester. Push comes to shove, most people become business majors. But if you, um come in undecided it's okay don't let anyone try to like make you feel bad about going in undecided feel out some classes they some people encourage to do that because if you're not in like the arts or the music or like a really specific program going in undecided is okay but you should need you should know what you want to do by the time you are a sophomore simply because of time and money. If college isn't for you, don't sweat it. Don't let anyone try to like make you feel like that's not something that's something that you need to be ashamed of. College isn't for everybody. Honestly, I could learn half the stuff, not me getting hoarse, but I could learn a lot of the things that I do online. A lot of people on TikTok are doing my job <laughs> and they never went to school. They just learned through playing around on the programs or they learned on. So if you don't want to go to college, don't go to college. Don't waste your time. I would say get a certificate though. Like go to community college and get a certificate for something. Um, Cause some, some jobs do require like some proof that you went to a higher education. So a little certificate, an associate's degree is really good to have. Um, but it truly depends on what you want to do. But also if you have a really strong portfolio, they really wouldn't care if you went to school or not. Like your work speaks for itself. Anyways. That's going to be it for me because I have to go. I will be back next week, hopefully, in a better condition. I doubt it, but one can hope, right? Um, but yes, I'm going to go. I hope you can do something nice for yourself. 
I hope these fruit flies die within the next hour. Oh my god, it went in my nose. I hate it here. Anyways, next week, I've already said this, next week we'll do nitty gritty stuff about college and really talk about some things. I'm really going to try and get a guest because it would be really good to kind of go back and forth about college things because I think I'm kind of like going in circles. But next week we'll talk more about money and responsibilities of college um, students and more classes. Maybe we'll talk about class horror stories um, and the big three, partying, sex, and drugs. And I don't want to do that by myself because I feel like it would be awkward. But if I do, then you just have to listen to me talk about that. Nonetheless, I hope you have a good rest of your week. And I'll hope to have you tune in next week.